0: What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says, He has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, with his works, and by works faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works, and not only faith only. Likewise was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works, when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. And that's James 2, 14 through 26.
1: Hello again, Living Hope. Welcome back to our Stepping Stones podcast, Practical Conversations on Relationship Evangelism. We're now on episode 17. And I'm excited this week to have an interview with our first guest actually outside the Living Hope family, although they have a connection. Troy Richards just read that that passage, and he's the father of Amanda Krug. Uh, Troy has been married to his wife Rhonda for 53 years. They have two children, Amanda and Anthony. In addition, they have five Grandchildren and one great grandchild who was just born when? Friday. Friday, okay. Troy and Rhonda are both retired and uh, currently attending Life Source Revival Center Church, right? Yes. In the Rosedale area, Rosedale. you said? That's correct. Got it. Yes. Uh, Troy enjoys spending time with family, working outdoors. Um, and that's pretty much the bio. Uh, I honestly don't know Troy all that well. I know your daughter and, and son-in-law very well. Um, but we did have an interaction a few years back. Uh, Amanda put together... A um, a service project, I think, for the homeschooling families, um, where we went down to Baltimore City and served some homeless folks. And um, I asked you about it before we started. Yes. You, you you remember that? You sure do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, um, I actually have also, outside of this, have had some interaction with uh, Helping Up Mission, which mm-hmm. is kind of just a few blocks down the street from where we served. Um, that time. And I also have have a heart for the um, Baltimore City and the different folks that are there. So um, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I guess Thank let's you. just start with that. And yeah, sure. um, have you ever uh, listened to podcasts or been a part yeah. of a podcast, anything like this?
0: No, I, uh, I've i listened to a few, but this okay. is the
1: first time I've participated. Participated. Okay, good. <laughs> Very good. Well, yeah. um, I guess the, mentioning that Baltimore City thing was sort of just to acknowledge that I saw at that time your heart for yes. the Lord and yes. for people and... Um, that also sort of stirred with Brian uh, mentioning you and made me think, "Wow, what a what a great opportunity to have sure. someone like you on the podcast." Um, the podcast really, uh, since you're not as familiar, is is just about um, making. Sharing our faith more a part of our normal lives, you True. know, in our friendships, in our family, our co-workers, our normal relationships, the way that we walk our, our daily lives, making mm-hmm. it a little less of a sort of... um something that can be so daunting and scary for people and Mm -hmm. taking it and making it a little more practical for people. So part of that is just sharing stories of people that are doing it and have done it through their lives so that people who are less familiar can feel like, yeah, I, I can do Troy does that. And he, this is what, how it's gone for him. Um, I can do that too. And one thing that the episodes have shown is that not every evangelistic story has a perfect fairy tale ending either. So I don't honestly even know where you're going to go with this, but some of our stories end with the salvation of the person and some of the stories we're still praying for them and we're still, you know, reaching out to them. So I uh wherever you go, I I know what you have to add will be something to Enhance, encourage normal, everyday, you know, members of Living Hope that have regular jobs and are working normal lives to believe that they can do this. So, I um, I guess with that, I I just want to pass the torch to you and uh, have you share share with us. Very good. Sure.
0: Well, I uh, I'm an elder in our church, and our church is uh, called Life Source Revival Center. Got it. It's not a large church, but it is a uh, it is a loving church and. Our, our pastor and our leaders have a um, heart for evangelism. Hmm. And um, we have several outreach ministries in the church, even though we're small. Uh, we have nursing home ministry. We have the homeless ministry. Hmm. We have uh, like a food food kitchen. Uh, we serve food to elderly. And, and right now we're going through a back-to-school event for uh, children at couple different schools we're collecting. Oh, wow. We'll give out over 150 book bags full of school supplies. And, Wonderful. And, and it's amazing how God has been able to equip us mm. and to uh, allow us to do this as such a small congregation. Yeah. But one of the ministries that's uh, real close to my heart is the homeless ministry. Mm. And we, uh, we do that. We go down to Baltimore City. Okay. On, we set up on Front Street right across from the Shot Tower. Yeah. We do that once a month on a Saturday. And let me tell you a little story about how we got involved Absolutely. in that ministry.
1: Yeah, I'd love uh, that.
0: About 12 or 13 years ago, um, our pastor had a had a strong uh, heart for the lost, and mm. especially the, the homeless in Baltimore. So um, he was taking down things by himself and maybe a couple others out of the church. But he connected with a another group, a Christian motorcycle group hmm. um, that were doing this, and they, they were bringing hot food and other items for the homeless. And they, they really went out, you know, they were doing this committed. They were, they were very committed to doing this. Hmm. And so they allowed us to partnership with them. Hmm. And this is like 12 or 13 years ago. Yeah. And today we are still doing that. Now, the people from the uh, Christian Motorcycle Group, and by the way, they're called Praise and Thunder. (laughs) They're like myself. They're getting older. So they're uh, starting to retire and back off. So we have actually pretty well taken over that ministry. Hmm. And what we do, uh, we go down once a month on a Saturday. Hmm. um, And we take the food. We take whatever items that we can get together. They love hygiene products in a bag. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, um, will take, uh, new pairs of socks mm-hmm. and, and clo- use clothing. And, uh, in the winter times we do blankets, we do, uh, coats and gloves, scarves, whatever, whatever they need,
1: hmm. but, uh, so
0: year round once a month. Yes. Great. And not, not only do we serve them food, we're there to fellowship with them mm. and, and to, feed their souls uh, and, and give them the opportunity um, for salvation. Yeah. And we, uh, we have a, we have a core group that we have developed personal relationships with. Mm-hmm. And uh, those people, one of them is catching the bus every Sunday and coming to our church. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, several of them, you know, when they see us come down, they help us get set up and all that. But we, yeah. And then we take a group once a year to the Orioles ballgame. Oh. And so we we have gotten involved with them personally, mm. and uh, which is really special. Yeah. Now, a, I'd like to tell you a story about one guy. I love it. There's this one guy. His last name is McCutcheon. Hmm. And when he first showed up several years back, uh, he set off to himself, a real hard-looking guy, mm. and come to find out he had just gotten out of prison.
1: Hmm.
0: And and I made it my duty, inspired by the Holy Spirit, yep. to go over and sit down try and engage with him. And to be honest with you, first couple times it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But I kept—the Lord kept instilling in me through the Holy Spirit said, you know, go talk to this guy. So I would— Continue mm. to talk with him and talk with him, and little by little, as time went on, he started opening up to me, hmm. and we we developed a pretty strong friendship. Wow! And I kept sharing with him, sharing the Lord. Yeah, you know, try to lead him to Christ. And he kept saying, "I don't know. I'm, you know, I've done all this, and I'm, a, I was a bad person, all this and that." And mm. I said, "Well, you know, God can over, God can can wash you all that away." Wow. And so, uh, and then all of a sudden he just kind of disappeared for a while. And and Hmm. I really, you never know, you know, with different ones, they can be transit or whatever. Yeah. And then I had another experience with this young man. I noticed this young man probably in his, uh, late teens, early twenties. And he was, uh, over by himself just out of the way. And he wasn't engaging with anybody. And I went over and I started talking to him a little bit and, I could tell that he was really sad, mm-hmm. and I asked him what his what his deal was, what his situation was, and he told me that uh, he had had a he was from Philadelphia, he had a roommate in the Baltimore area where he was staying, and that roommate had to relocate, and he left, and he could no longer afford the rent, so all mm-hmm. of a sudden he was out on the street, Wow. and then he started crying, and you know he just really really upset, right? So you know we just prayed for him and and you know read the the plan of salvation and hmm. um, and then I never saw him anymore after that hmm. so wow. but uh we we have a real group of uh people there that that really care a lot for us, yeah uh, we always say that everybody says, well, you're blessing these people well we we always say. no it's the opposite Hmm. we get the we're the ones that get the blessing right and and the reason i say that is whenever we get there the homeless are anxious to help us right and when we get ready to leave they thank us Hmm. very sincere they thank us for being there and for doing what we do whatever it is wow they're very appreciative and uh My favorite part of that ministry is Hmm. I like to help serve on the serving line, but also there's a park right there. Yeah. And a lot of them will go in the park, they'll lay on the benches, or they'll just camp out in the park. And what I do is I like to go in the park and just go around and approach each one and ask if I could pray for them Mm, for whatever. Right. You know, it could be for salvation, it could be for... a healing it could be for family yeah it could be for anything mm-hmm. and very few will say no mm. most of them will say yes right and right. Um, wow and we do have we do have a script for salvation okay that we use that has been very effective hmm. and it it's kind of simple but uh would you mind if I shared it? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Share away. So, so what we do when we approach someone, um, first thing we do is we we give them our name. We say, "Hi, my name is." You know, what's your name? Right. And when they tell us their name, then we can uh, be more personal with them. Absolutely. And then, can I tell you two things? Hmm. And all most all of them say, "Sure, mm-hmm. yeah." And those two things are God loves you, hmm. and he has an awesome plan for your life. Hmm. And that gets their attention. Yeah. And then I ask, could I ask you a question, quick hmm. question? Right. And sure. If you were to die today, hmm. do you know without a doubt that you would go to heaven? Right. And, you, and, and that's a good question because a lot of them have to take the time to think, and they just really don't know. Right. And most of them will say, I don't know. Hmm. You know? Honest answer. So uh, then I continue that with, the Bible says three things. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Hmm. That's out of Romans 3.23. And then it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's Romans 6.23. Right. And then the third Thing that the Bible says, for whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm. And then, and then we look at them and we say, guess what? Mm. You are whosoever. Hmm. And what that means is, you can be saved. Mm. So, uh, and then the part that we that that's really personal is we ask them if we could pray for them. Right. And and then that prayer goes like this: Lord, I pray that you bless. Who we're talking to, mm. and their families with long and healthy lives. Make yourself real to them, and if they have never received you as Lord and Savior, I pray that they do that right now. Mm. And then I say, Would you like to pray with me and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And then we have a prayer that we go through and have them repeat it. Got it. And and believe it or not, um, that really opens up their heart, and most of them will say, yeah, I'd hmm. like to pray. Well. You know? But if if somebody says, no, I'm not ready right now, and we do right. get that, sure. you know, I'm not ready right now, then we're not persist. I mean, we're not pushy with them. Right. We know that there'll be another opportunity, and it'll right. give them time to think about it. And, yeah. You know. Wow. But uh, one thing that I, uh, personally, I just, I just express God's love to them. Mm. You know. Yeah. If they let me, I hug them. And, yeah. And... You know, tell them God loves you. and Sure. You know, Wow. Things like that. That's Excellent. Right. But yeah, that's that's my uh, passion <laughs> there for, for outreach.
1: Yeah. It's, and, yeah. So uh, month after month, you've been involved yeah, with this. Uh, for about 12 years. But
0: since the beginning. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. And not only that, and I forgot to mention this, I've had the opportunity to take my grandsons.
1: Oh, right. Uh,
0: both my uh, grandson, my son's son. Um uh, when he was younger yeah. I used to take him and both uh, Amanda's sons. Yeah. I've taken uh, both of them down when they were younger. Right. And and actually a lot of the homeless got to know Nikolai mm. pretty well.
1: Okay. And
0: uh, Nikolai's Amanda's son. Yes. And uh and they still ask about him, do they? Yes. Uh And and the one gentleman who is part of the Motorcycle group Praise and Thunder. He's retired army, like I, like myself, mm. and he knows that Nikolai is in the army. Yes. So he is constantly asking about him. So oh, so wow. I think it's good. I know when your group of children came down, yeah, and presented hygiene products, that was really special. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and, it really uh, sticks with your kids, yes, doesn't it? My yes. kids have been a part of some of that, and yeah. you're right. It's it's. It's, I think, like the James passage almost you started with, right? It's yes. more than just the words. You're meeting the needs. You're caring yes. for the person and meeting them in the flesh. And it just makes a different impact for them and for us and our families. And, yes. wow, that's powerful. Yeah. Very good.
0: And, you know, that's, uh, that's about it on, on that ministry. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm really proud of our church to be able to have the opportunity to do as much as we do for such a small yeah. group. Fortunately, we have some uh, sponsors okay. that do sponsor us with uh, you know, the funds that we need to buy products for the homeless right. and for the school children and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I just thank the Lord for that. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. We've really been
1: blessed to be able to do that. With such consistency over 12—I yeah. think we—so our, our big part of the Stepping Stone podcast is— is as you build relationships, people, the walls come down and the connections start and and it's easier to share than if you're just sort of doing it cold or like, you know, coming at someone as like a project or something. Sure. And it's, it, it sounds like the a key to yours is the 12 years of monthly being there regularly that the people that are a lot of the same people coming yes. back month after month, and yes. they, they know you care, they know you're consistently going to be there, rain or shine, cold yeah. or hot or right. whatever, right?
0: Yeah, and I mean, um, they know my truck. Mm-hmm. I usually take my truck because we put tables in the back, and we can haul a lot with it. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they see that truck pull up, they're over there wanting to help unload stuff. and Right. Yeah, and, and we've gotten to know them a lot to, by their first names. And, yeah. And you know, we uh we ju- we just have fun together. Mm. You know, we're there we're there to minister to them, but also it it's uh it's right. fun to be there.
1: Yeah. I wonder your thoughts on I did a an episode recently on uh developing courage in the Christian life and as in evangelism and, and admitting that it's hard, you know. Yeah. We kinda start from a place of timidity and fear and wondering what people think or if they're going to be friendly or dangerous or whatever did that uh, if you can th- reflect back like did you always have the same amount of courage to just walk up to McCutcheon or whatever or did you how did that develop for well, you I would say for me personally it's the holy spirit
0: hmm. that that's that's, great. that's that's for me personally yeah I've been in ministry about 50 years now and yeah. I, I was in a I was in a prison ministry and and a men's uh, National Fellowship, Full Gospel Businessmen's mm. Fellowship. And okay. So so. I, through the years, I, I've developed the courage. Yeah. But I was thinking about, you know, some people that this may be their first time or right. or, or they haven't. And how do you approach people? That, there's where the courage comes in, mm. is, is being able to get out there and say, well, I, when I approach somebody and ask them to pray, I've got to be the one to pray, you know. Right. And... Uh, So I I think it's, you know, if you start doing it or put yourself out there and and just take that step of courage, then the Holy Spirit will see you and be there with you to to make it work. Okay,
1: good. I think that's—we've had probably 10 or 11 stories now on the podcast of people, and they do, you know, repeatedly say that, that they reached a point that— they maybe ran out of words or were nervous and the Holy spirit really gave them an, a courage and maybe even the words to say the sense that they had something to give something to share with this person that they were reaching. And so yes. he's very faithful to, uh, fill us with, with, uh, his words when, when we're seeking to glorify him and right. to point to the gospel. Right. So yeah. Uh, sounds yeah like I, th- that. I
0: think, uh, one of my biggest, uh, gifts, if you mm. want to call it a gift, yeah, uh, from the Holy Spirit, has been the ability to show genuine love, mm. Christ-centered love. Excellent. And uh, whether that be in the when I was in the prison ministry or the homeless ministry or whatever ministry, men's, men's ministry. I really love men's ministry. Right. Is to be able to go up with somebody yeah. that's not comfortable with being hugged yeah. and give them a big old hug, yeah. you know. And yeah. tell, them, tell them God loves them and, right. you know, and, and just, just show them. That's why um, years ago I used to be a greeter. Yeah. And that, th- I love that job hmm. because everybody come through the door, I got to hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I really enjoyed doing that. And it was expressing God's love yeah, through me, I through the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. I just, and I think a lot of that has stayed with me. I guess it's like I say, a gift that God has given me to mm-hmm. have that ability and wonderful. And of course, as I get older, I, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it comes through that that's there for you. I actually yeah. think this is a, a really good point to transition to our ending prayer, because sure. I think that heart of love for people is something that God gives us and that then makes us uh, 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 attractive to people so sure. I would love it if you'd close us in prayer sure. for our church and for anyone who's listening that sure. they would have that love to, to share with others
0: Father, I lift up this podcast and I pray dear God, that it falls on the ears that need to hear it and dear God i I pray dear Lord, that you pour out your holy spirit. Mm. And, Lord, that you reach souls. That's what it's all yes. about. And those that are hurting and and need that love, God's hmm. love, that you would be there for each and every one. Hmm. Father, just uh, give us the strength and the courage that we do need to reach out and show your love to others and and to hmm. be there when you need us to be there and to to... Uh, be of service to you, yes. Lord, whatever it might be. Uh, things that we don't think we have the strength to do, but you give us that strength. Mm-hmm. And dear God, we just thank you again for this podcast, and we we pray that you just send it on the ears that need to hear. In, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Troy. Oh, you're welcome.
0: That's back. it. All right.